On today's Locked on Giants podcast, unraveling the Wink Martindale story, what we know, reactions, and thoughts, and why this could be a risky move for both parties moving forward. That's coming your way next. You are Locked on Giants, your daily New York Giants podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode of the Locked On Giants podcast is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat over 50 infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. Hello, New York Giant fans, and welcome to another edition of the Locked On Giants podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast family, your team every day. My name is Patricia Traina, P. Train, credentialed member of the New York Giants media. You can follow me on X, the site formerly known as Twitter, at Patricia underscore Traina, T-R-A-I-N-A. Or if you like Instagram and threads better, I'm at Patty Traina, P-A-T-T-I-T-R-A-I-N-A. Hope you'll give me a follow. And of course, don't forget to like and subscribe to the Locked on Giants YouTube channel. Give us a big thumbs up. And uh, ring that little bell for notifications anytime I publish a new video, whether it be a full show or a short. So thank you for tuning in, making us your first listen of the day, or if you watch on YouTube, your first watch of the day on today's show. Wink Martindale seems to be the dominating headline. So we're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about what we know so far in this very odd um, unfolding drama, if you will to start the new year, to start the off season. Then I've got a few, you know, thoughts, perspectives, reactions, whatever you want to call it about it. And then to close out the show, why this whole scenario is risky business for both sides. So that's what we're going to talk about on today's show. Again, glad to have you with us and shout out to my everydayers, my blue crew community, my newcomers and everybody in between you are all appreciated and love. Let's get into it. Okay, so over the last 24 hours or so, there's been a few more details that have come out about what happened with Wink Martindale and the Giants. So let me just do a quick recap for you. Um, It started Monday, Monday morning, uh, 8.30. Joe Shane, Brian Dable met with the media one last time to kind of wrap up the 2023 season. And Dable at the time said he expected both offensive coordinator Mike Kafka and defensive coordinator Wink Martindale to return. However, he hadn't spoken to each guy to gauge whether or not they were going to return. So he was kind of sharing his expectations without really knowing for sure where each man stood. Now, during the course of his press conference, it was interesting. Dable made reference to a quote that Wink had said several times before uh, during his media sessions with, uh, with the Giants press And that is how Wink has said that this stop here at the Giants has always been more of a destination than a stepping stone. So Dable kind of brought that up, which at the time, a lot of us were in the media, we were like, you know, why is he bringing that up? You know, it was almost the way he said it was kind of like, hmm, wonder why he's saying that or why he's even bringing it up. But anyway, uh, after that, several hours later, it was reported that the Giants fired 
the Wilkins brothers, outside linebacker coach Drew Wilkins and his brother, defensive assistant Kevin Wilkins, both of whom were, you could say, handpicked by Wink Martindale to be a part of his staff. They were with him in Baltimore, and he brought them up when he came to the Giants. So they are really tight. That then reportedly led to Wink resigning. Now, what has since come out is that Wink um, had a meeting with Brian Dable. The meeting reportedly did not go, um, shall we say, pleasant. There was some back and forth, allegedly, this per multiple reports. Um, And it ended, again, reportedly with Wink storming out of Dable's office, out of the Giants facility. And then on Twitter, there was a picture. Somebody actually captured a picture this morning of Wink Martindale at Newark Airport headed to Sarasota, Florida, which which is where he has a home. So in the meantime, the Giants have been silent on this. They have not confirmed the firing of the Wilkins brothers. They have not uh, confirmed that Wink Martindale has resigned. So that has kind of left everything up in the air regarding those three. Now, here's what I think might be at play here with why the Giants haven't said anything. Number one, it was also reported that the Giants haven't been able to get in touch with Wink, that Wink is basically, you know, not taking their calls or or anything. He's kind of shut them out and has supposedly left his agent to deal with the terms of negotiating, you know, his exit. As such, the Giants really can't finalize it until everything's agreed upon. Now, here's the sticking point. Wink has one more year left on his contract, from what I understand. And, you know, this isn't like, you know, he's leaving for another opportunity, you know, a better opportunity, a head coaching opportunity, you know, like, whereas Jeff Nixon, the running backs coach is leaving for a college job as is Craig Fitzgerald, the strength and conditioning coach. Wink is not leaving for a college job. I can tell you that right now. He wants to be an NFL head coach. If he's not considered for an NFL head coach, he'll probably go someplace else or want to go someplace else to be a defensive coordinator. So the Giants, you know, you have this man under contract one more year. And if you're the Giants, you're like, okay, wait a minute. You're not just walking out of here just like this. This isn't like you're going to, you know, for a promotion or, you know, for a college job. So my guess is one of the main sticking points that needs to be resolved before the Giants can officially announce this as as official is negotiating the terms. So that could mean maybe the Giants want to trade Wink Martindale to a team looking for a defensive coordinator. Maybe, you know, there's a buyout involved or, fingers crossed, maybe they hope to to mend the fences between Martindale and Dable whom, remember, NFL insider Jay Glazer reported weeks ago that there was friction between the two men to the point that the two, you know, that a separation or a divorce, whatever you want to call it, was imminent. So you put all that together and that kind of, you know, fills in some of the blanks, I think, behind where things stand with Wink Martindale and why the Giants have been silent on this. You know, they're not going to say anything until terms of Wink's resignation are finalized. And again, whether that's a buyout, whether that's, you know, trading him to another team for picks, which can happen, whatever the case may be, 
that's the likely reason why we have not heard anything. So basically, the Giants now have a mess on their hands to start the new year, to start the offseason, one that's got to get cleaned up. So coming up, I have some thoughts about the whole situation. And uh, we'll talk about those in the next segment. So please don't leave us. Hey, Giant fans, I know we come to sports to escape from some of the crazy realities of real life. But can we talk just for a minute about preparing for real life? According to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics like amoxicillin right in the middle of the worst flu season in over a decade. This is scary. I can't imagine a more helpless feeling than if I or someone I loved got sick while a supply chain issue kept them from the life-saving medication they needed. Thankfully, we're going to be okay because of Jace Medical. The Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, sinusitis, skin infections, amongst others. This stuff could happen to any of us. Visit jacemedical.com and complete your physician encounter. It will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It's never been more important to be prepared than today. So go to jacemedical.com and use the offer code LOCKEDON to get $20 off your order. That's jacemedical, J-A-S-E medical.com. And that promo code is LOCKEDON for $20 off your order. Hey, Giant fans, just because the Giants regular season is over doesn't mean that the fun of playing daily fantasy sports with prize picks has to stop. Because right now with basketball season underway, prize picks gives you the chance to pick combo projections across football and basketball from their special leagues that was created specifically for combo projection projections featuring two or more players from different sports or leagues. And did you also know that you could also play along with friends and family by checking out the community tab? Prize picks is so easy to play. Just pick two or more players, predict their stats, and sit back and see how they perform. It takes less than 60 seconds to make an entry. And when you play with prize picks, you'll enjoy quick and easy withdrawals, easy gameplay, and a wide selection of players and stats types. So what are you waiting for? Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on and use the promo code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL. And that promo code is locked on NFL for your first deposit match up to $100. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Locked On Giants podcast. I'm your host, Patricia Train at P Train. And coming up on the Locked On Giants podcast, unless something big breaks on uh, for tomorrow on Thursday show, we're going to look at should the Giants run it back with quarterback Daniel Jones? I'm going to talk about some of the things that came out of Joe Shane's presser. And I'm going to, be, going to give you some thoughts on how I see that playing out. So that's going to be our main topic for Thursday. And then on Friday, Locked on Giants Live, Trina, Tana, Dog, 730, YouTube channel. Don't miss it. We got a lot to talk about. We always spend about two hours or so talking giant football, sometimes three hours, depending on how the conversation goes. And of course, those who come in and join us on the YouTube channel, we try and answer your questions. So please come join us for that. Um, Lots to talk about, as I said, and uh, we'll we'll maybe not spend so much time recapping the season as we will be, 
looking ahead. So that is what's coming up on the Lothan Giants podcast. Again, happy to have you with us. All right. So on today's program, we're talking about the Wink Martindale story. Now, I just uh, got through filling in some of the latest details um, that have emerged via reports and also stuff that I've been hearing. Now I just, you know, I want to talk about, you know, some reactions slash perspectives I have about this whole situation, because, you know, those of you who have followed me or read me, uh, you know, that I try to be fair. I try to look at both sides of the coin. And I also try not to draw judgment wherever possible. So I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, this is Dable's fault. Oh, this is Wink's fault. Because the truth usually lies somewhere in the middle. But here's what we kind of know. Wink and Dable are both alpha males. They like to do things their way. And while they both might have shared the same end goal while with the Giants, which was to do what was in the best interest of the team, sometimes the way each man sees the best way of, of doing things in the best interest of the team can vary. And when you have alpha males who are opinionated and set in their ways, that can create some friction. So, you know, the players always said, you know, when we asked them about it, they always said, oh, we never witnessed Dable and and Martindale being, you know, anything less than professional and courteous to each other. We weren't aware of any friction that, you know, existed. Well, what about after hours when the coaches would gather you know, to, to game plan and have meetings, you know, away from the players that nobody knows except those who are in the room. So, you know, to say that there was no friction between the two, I mean, the other thing is when the team was losing and getting, you know, basically blown out, nobody was happy. I mean, you could see it in Dable's face. You could see it in just about every, you know, coach's face, Martindale, you know, Kafka, everybody wasn't happy. So, that can, you know, lead to shorter tempers, shorter fuses and whatnot. But, um, you know, let's talk real quick, though, and about the Wilkins brothers and their role, if you will, in this whole story. Now, as I mentioned in the previous segment, the Wilkins brothers were very close or are very close to Wink Martindale. It was, it's been long thought that if Wink ever gets a head coaching job, Drew Wilkins formerly now the Giants outside linebacker coach, would be his DC. You could, if you wanted to, and I'm not saying this is what happened. This is just me presenting the other side of the coin. You could question if the Giants outside linebackers really took a step forward as a group. Now, you you might say, okay, Kayvon Thibodeau had a great year with the double-digit sacks, so you can make a case for him. But over the last two years, where's the pass rush been from the outside linebackers? Yes, you know, Aziz ojalary has been hurt. But Taman Fox didn't really develop. You know, they had Ellerson Smith. They were trying to get developed, you know, before he got injured. He didn't develop. And then they ultimately cut their ties with him. Jihad Ward, you know, had a little bit of a down year. So could you theoretically argue that, the performance of the unit wasn't there. And maybe that prompted Dable to say, okay, look, I got to make a change. Now I admit taking care, you know, firing both brothers, that's 
you know, it, it could look a little suspicious. It could look like a power play on Dable's part. And quite honestly, I'm not really sure what Kevin Wilkins did. He was listed as a defensive assistant. So I guess he had his hand in everything. But you got to admit, I mean, performance could be an issue. I'm not saying it is. I'm not saying it, it's not. But it's something we have to consider. Now, if you're Wink, who, by the way, if you remember, he parted, mutually parted ways with Baltimore. You know, you could see that as a power play. You know, you're getting rid of my my guys. You know, why aren't you getting rid of the other guys? Because, you know, the defensive secondary and the defensive line and the inside linebackers were all part of the defense as well. So why are you, you honing in on the Wilkins brothers? So you could make that argument if you're weak. I don't know if it holds up, but you can certainly make it. Now, again, there was the report, and I had also heard this as well, that Wink stormed out of his meeting angry um, with, for, with his meeting from with Brian Dable. That never ends well, all right? You know, if you if emotions are involved there, and, you know, I can just imagine what must have been said between the two men. Obviously, I wasn't in the room, so I'm not going to sit here and speculate exactly what was said or how many, you know, bad words were thrown around or whatever, but when tempers rise and they, they factor into the equation, it can get ugly. And the one thing you got to be careful of is do you burn bridges when you storm out after unloading on another person? So, you know, I'm going to talk about, obviously, can the Giants repair this relationship with Wink? I don't think they can. And, you know, depending on what was said and, you know, think back to couple of years ago when Joe Judge and Mark Colombo had it out, that relationship was over. There was no repairing it. I don't think there's any repairing now of this stable and wink relationship. So I think definitely there was, you know, a bridge burned. I think Wink probably believes in himself to the point where he feels he can get a job anywhere, maybe even have his pick. I don't know if that's necessarily true. But maybe that went into his thinking that, you know, he's, he's confident that his defense wasn't necessarily the problem for the Giants not having the year that they had, which, by the way, is not true. The defense did have its moments when it was just not very good, you know, but compared to offense and special teams, the offense was the biggest defender in the Giants season going south. So, as I mentioned before, Wink's leaving is not cut and dried. He can't just say, I quit and walk out of there because he's got a year left on this contract. Something's going to have to be negotiated. Now, could the Giants say, you know what? You're going to go, if before you go to another team, we've got to approve it. Or maybe Wink says, you know what? If that's going to be your game, I'm going to sit out the next year and then come back and be free to go where I want to. That's a possibility. All right. Another possibility, albeit a slim one, is that maybe John Mara steps in and tries to help mend the fences between Dable and Wing. I don't think that happens. If I had to take a guess, I suspect Wink is going to, if he does indeed follow through with his with this promise to resign, he'll probably sit out the next season and then come back and try and, you know, get into the head coaching cycle again. And if you know, falling short of that, get a defensive coordinator job. But, you know, the thing that, that he needs to be careful of here 
again, they he parted mutually in Baltimore, although there were you know reports that maybe that wasn't as pleasant or, or smooth as they would have you believe. Now you have this coming out about you know wink allegedly having it out with Dable verbally. So if that's the case, you know, then it becomes a case of buyer beware because if you're going to say, okay, Wink's going to storm out if he doesn't get his way, that might not bode well for him. You know, the, somebody might not be willing to put up with that kind of drama. But again, Saul, you know, I wasn't in the building. I did not witness it. I was, you know, I, I had heard that, that it, that something like that had happened. Um, to what extent I can't tell you, but that's some of the details and, uh, that I can offer you. So that all being said, I'm going to talk about in the next segment, why this could be a big, big risk for the giants. So please don't go anywhere. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Around New Year's, we get obsessed with how to change ourselves instead of just expanding on what we're already doing right. Maybe you finally organized one part of your space and you want to tackle another. Or maybe you're taking your supplements every morning and now you just want to actually eat breakfast too. Therapy helps you find your strengths so that you can ditch the extreme resolutions and make changes that really stick. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suitable to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge if you find your original therapist isn't a match. Celebrate the progress you've made with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash on today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash on. Hey, Giant fans, keep up with the comings and goings this offseason and continue the conversation as a member of the Locked On Giants Blue Crew community. Get exclusive content and opportunities delivered directly to your phone. Plus, members can keep the conversation going with me one-on-one via text. Try it for free for 14 days, and if you like it, do nothing and continue for just $4.99 a month. For more information or to register, Visit joinsubtext.com slash locked on NY Giants. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Locked On Giants podcast. I'm your host, Patricia Traina, P Train, credential member of the Giants Media. And we're talking Wink Martindale. And boy, I tell you, you know, Jay Glazer, the Fox Sports NFL insider, who said that this was likely coming that a separation was imminent. I mean, spot on, but did anybody think it would be this crazy with Wink, you know, basically resigning? I mean, I thought maybe if anything, there would be a firing or a mutual parting of ways. I mean, this has really taken on some weird twists and turns based on the various reports that have come out and, you know, what's been said and whatnot. So, but in looking at this, let's talk about why this could be a risky move. For the Giants, you know, Wink, I've already spoken about why it could be a risk for him because he could get labeled as difficult. But let's talk about why this is a risky move for the Giants. All right. Now, look, at the end of the day, Brian Dable is the head coach. 
He has full autonomy over his coaching staff. He decides who stays, who goes, who fills what role, who does what tasks, you know, whatever he feels that the team needs to be successful, he's going to delegate it. And though those coaches basically, you know, need to do their jobs because that's what they're being paid for. That said, sometimes you get people who want a little bit bigger piece of the pie or who are a little bit more opinionated and they think that their way might be the best way to go. And depending on how that way is presented, it can create friction. Now, again, I have never sat in the coach's meeting room, so I can't sit here and tell you that Wink was, you know, contentious towards towards Dable or vice versa. But, you know, again, you've got two alpha males. And while they both agree that, you know, to do what's in the best interest of the team, sometimes how you reach that goal varies. So here's, though, why I think this can be a, a risk for the Giants. There's been a lot of stuff that has floated out about this pending divorce, which, again, as I record this, is not official. If you're the players and you're following this drama along, you're probably sitting there saying, what the heck is going on? You know, if you're piecing together, you know, what was said in the press conference and, you know, what happened in the hours after that, it could look like it was a calculated move on Dable's part to force Wink out. Not saying that it was, but it could look that way. So, you know, then you have Dable's reputation versus Wink's reputation. You know, how do the coaches view the two? Do they see Dable as transparent and trustworthy? Um, is Wink seen that way? Is one of them seen as, you know, calculating? I mean, we don't really know. The players will never really, you know, tell you on the record how they really feel about a coach. Rarely, I should say, but for the most part, they won't. But here's the biggest thing that I think puts the Giants kind of at a risk with this whole situation. And that is the culture that the Giants always speak about in the locker room. Now, granted, the players have all scattered. They've all gone to their off-season homes, on vacation, wherever it is they plan to go. So they didn't have to report on Wednesday for work amid all this you know, drama, if you will. But if Wink does follow through and does resign and goes his separate way, now you're going to have a defensive unit that potentially is going to sit there and wonder, what happened? What's going on here? And this is going to be further fueled depending on who is brought in to replace Wink. All right. Now, remember, Dable and Wink didn't have an existing relationship prior to working together with the Giants. It was a leap of faith. There were some questions as to whether or not the two could coexist. So let's say that Dable brings in another guy and that guy is somebody he worked with in the past who maybe has different ideas than Wink. How are the players going to respond? You know, how how is the new guy going to relate to the players? Will he relate to them in the same way Wink has? Who knows? Maybe he'll be better. Maybe he'll be worse. You know, I was talking with a colleague and we were talking about the succession of, of giant defensive coordinators through the years and how we all thought 
wow, nobody would ever be able to replace Bill Belichick. And then years later, you had, you know, John Fox. And then years after that, you had Steve Spagnuolo, you know, so it can happen. You can get an upgrade without realizing it if you keep an open mind. But will the players keep an open mind? depending on, you know, what else comes out, what other details come out about this pending separation. So time's going to have to heal any wounds that might have existed right here. But here's what I can say. You know, it's unfortunate that this happened, that the two men, you know, apparently there was some friction, as Jay Glazer had reported, because why else would this have happened? You know. Um, and it's just unfortunate that two grown men just couldn't put aside their egos to work this out. Because at the end of the day, they're always talking about team first, putting the team ahead of oneself. And, you know, if Wink Martindale threw a, a hissy fit over the firing of the Wilkins brothers, that's not putting the team first. If Dable pulled the power play to force Wink out, that's not putting the team first. You know, again, I'm not saying that's what happened on either side. I'm just saying if that was the scenario, that is not putting the team first, and that is not good. And that, to me, is the biggest tragedy of this whole story, is that two grown men who are very good at their jobs could not put aside their differences allegedly to make this work and you know look i'll take the approach like the rest of you i'll wait and see how this plays out because again as of this recording wink has not officially separated from the giants it's just you know apparently in the works i doubt he comes back i doubt they mend fences but you know it's just really unfortunate because now this defensive unit potentially is looking at starting over from scratch. And, you know, I get it that this team needs to be rebuilt. The offense definitely needs some tweaking and some rebuilding. Special teams looks like it's it's already um, underway with the, with the rebuild there. And not just because of the dismissal of Thomas McGahee, the coordinator. But, you know, it's like they're starting from ground zero. And that to me is kind of upsetting a little bit, if you will, because you thought they had made some progress in some areas and you question whether or not they can build on that progress or if they're just going to go right back to square one. So we will see how it all plays out, but uh, it's unfortunate. And yet here we are. So make sure you keep it here on the Lockdown Giants podcast as I get updates on candidates or and not just for, you know, week, the Week Martindale situation, but the other coaching vacancies that are open. I will, of course, bring you those details as I get them. And, of course, we'll have other programming for you here on the Lockdown Giants podcast. We are remaining five days a week, even though the Giants season's over. There's plenty to talk about, and I hope you will tune in. And, again, don't forget, we will be doing Lockdown Giants live on Friday. Train and Tain the Dog. We hope to see you there. So, Thank you, everybody, for making us your first listen of the day. Or if you watch on YouTube, your first watch of the day. I'm Patricia Trainer, and I will see you, Giant fans, tomorrow.